Hi, I'm Alex Cox. And I'm Kathy Campbell. And this is Roboism. A podcast about robots and tech and isms, but mostly robots. Kathy, can I ask, have you ever been to therapy? Yes, I have. And that's a whole topic, I'm sure. But hold on. I have to let my cat out because Merlin has decided that he does not want to be in the room with me while I podcast. I asked him, you know, over the last half hour that I have been sitting at my desk playing The Sims, I was like, okay, Merlin, I'm going to podcast soon. And he just kind of like stretched in his chair and yawned and then went back to sleep. I was like, cool. Um, And then I started talking on a podcast, and he decided it was time for him to leave. So that's cool. I get it. Not a lot of people want to listen to people talk about therapy. I can understand. Um, So that's also a valid excuse and reason. But yes, I have been to therapy and I'm currently in therapy, um, even though I will be taking a break in August when my therapist has brain surgery. Oh, good. There... Oh, that's a lot. My goodness. Yes. Yes. I, I hope everything is okay. Gosh. Yes. They um have a disability and uh syndrome that causes basically some brain things, but it should be uh good for them. And uh they have been absolutely incredible for the last six months that I've been working with them, and I'm really, really happy. Well, let's say, Kathy, you, on your break, decide, hmm, maybe I want to try out a different therapist. Would you try out a robot as your therapist? <laughs> they asked leadingly. Whoa, now. Whoa. <laughs> or should it be, whoa? whoa. Or, or could it be, whoa, bot? Uh, what? Oh, it's not funny yet because folks don't know that just a few minutes ago, I sent you an application that has been around for a while, but has been picking up steam, fortunately or unfortunately, because of the pandemic and the shortage of uh, mental health professionals that are around to, you know, help all of us deal with this. And <laughs> it's, um, wow, someone, if someone's listening to the future, this is July 2021. But <laughs> the, the idea behind Wobot and a, nub- a, a number of apps are, it's basically... A, 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 they're they're always like this isn't a replacement for your therapist, but hey, here's a little chatbot that can lead you through something like CBT, which is cognitive cognitive behavioral therapy for people who might not know what that is. It's a very common form, um, and I've lately just been trying these out, mostly. Because another art, like bombshell sort of article came out, and this was about a, a, a really sad story about a young man who lost his fiance. And uh, it, to help with that grief, he took a lot of her internet data, put it into a bot, and th- it helped him with his grief. And this is something that a number of people have actually done. Do you remember Replica, the app? I remember it. I I seem to 
remember a previous episode of this show that it was talked about or maybe do by Friday or so, or maybe just a conversation I had with you. It all kind of blends mm -hmm. together. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Oh. But I vaguely remember uh, parts of it. So just to recap, this scientist lost, again, lost a dear friend, um, unfortunately, and uh, she compiled a ton of his internet data via, I mean, when I say that, I mostly mean uh, chat logs from, um, you know, WhatsApp and Facebook, and <laughs> because people may be surprised to learn, Facebook is pretty fast and loose with what kind of data they're able to share. <laughs> yeah. So I'll put that original story in the the notes, but y you can have, uh, now it is an app available for everyone on the app store, but the idea be is now that you could make like a replica of yourself. So eventually, uh, if I can bribe you into doing that at some point, we might, <laughs> we might. <laughs> But we'll I will see. Yeah, yeah, it's well. And and I, you know, if this like helps with folks grief, I don't really have an opinion about it because it's such it's so new and so subjective. And yeah. I mean, I don't know. It, I don't want to say it makes me feel icky, but it when I started reading about uh, these therapy uh, chat bots it really put an icky feeling in me and i i don't i don't know why i've been kind of just exploring that for the past couple of weeks with why can't i get behind the idea of a chatbot helping people because normally i'm like heck yeah go go for it right <sighs> um I I have a question for you in regards to that question that you posed. Yes. Is it because there's a level of not confirmation bias, that's the wrong way, but basically like because there's not a human on the other side to hold you accountable, you can have this record of, yep, everything's fine because the robot won't know that you're necessarily lying or won't know your habits necessarily to ask the right questions to find out and and be able to say, oh, okay, clearly they're not quite actually as fine as they're saying. I thought that at first, but the thing is, People can still lie to their human therapists. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I have 100%. been one of those people in, in it's not good. Don't please please don't do that people. It's bad. It it makes it makes your life harder and your therapist's life harder. I know it's very tempting and that I oh t totally used to do that. And that so I don't think that is it, but it kind of made me sort of explore how we think and treat mental health not i mean what what hasn't spurred thought experiments <laughs> via the pandemic right right, um, right. And, 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, and if K- Kathy, if you haven't guessed, I've I've been to a number of therapists. You may be <gasps> shocked to find out, but Really? I I know. I know. Well, and a number of digital ones. <laughs> and oh, but but then when I say digital, th- that brings me to a different topic. I get or a different a different genre of uh, th- therapy, I guess, <laughs> which is um like talk space and is it uh be- better help and a, n- a number of these where they have sort of a hybrid of telemedicine in that you can text your therapist or you know video conference with your therapist and a little bit or, or you can do a little bit of both. Have have you ever tried one of those? Uh, well, fun, not those specifically, but my therapist is all on Zoom um, because she lives in South Carolina. Oh, interesting. That has been different. Um, I've done pr- in-person therapy in the past as well. And I don't know if it wasn't as helpful because it was in person. And I had this whole mental layout and stress of having to get ready, having to go like perform. Mm-hmm. Yep. More mm-hmm. as opposed to being in my own home at my desk. I don't have to travel anywhere, which means that there's pat there's much less padding around my appointments. So I can finish my therapy and have a break and then come back and do other meetings or do podcasts or, you know, do whatever work needs to be done. So it feels less onerous, onerous, mm-hmm. onerous than having to leave my house. And this is even pre-pandemic. That was my next question was, were you doing this pre-pandemic? And how did you find this person? What Was it just, I mean, did you intentionally look for someone who was remote? Or did it just so happen that what you were looking for, this one person specialized in? Yeah, so... My current therapist, I started looking for specifically um, in around January because I was looking for somebody uh, that specialized in eating disorders and disordered eating um, because I am still holding a ton of grief um, around Ryan's stroke. because So when we were first married... Um, And for, you know, until his stroke happened for the first six years, he cooked all of almost all of the meals. I have Mm. always disliked cooking. I'll try whatever tricks, but I still hate all of the prep work. Mm -hmm. And so that was a big part of our like household chore sharing was he would cook meals and it was great when he was a stay at home dad because him and Avi would hang out and would cook meals. And so I'd come home and I'd have dinner ready and I didn't have to think about it. You know, I would Mm -hmm. like, I loved the grocery shopping. So we would talk about that sort of stuff, but there was always meals made for me. Um, and now that he 
has very limited use of specific things like arms. Um, Mm -hmm. It's difficult and it becomes a lot of work for him to cook. And so while he does very occasionally, it's so much more work that it ends up not being worth it. So I'm responsible for three meals a day uh, for three people uh, with a variety of, you know, whatever food needs and and stuff on top of everything else. And so I hold a lot of grief around that. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, previous therapists that I worked with didn't really have that food-related part. Um, and they would, you know, talk about, oh, well, just meal prep and you'll be fine. Or what about these meal services? Spoiler alert, even though they're fantastic when they come, you know, whatever uh, meal kits you want to talk about, there's still, you're talking about 45 minutes of prep work to cook. And so expensive. And (laughs) so expensive. And with our food, like, needs, everything comes with onions. I hate onions. Onions are terrible. I don't want onions. Um, Agreed. And uh, so it just, like, those were not solutions. Those weren't things. And I went through, uh, I found a whole bunch of Instagram people and then I connected with Jane specifically because she is disabled and has a disability. I can never remember which way is the, you know, politically correct way to say it. Forgive me. Um, But she has Ehlers-Danlos syndrome, um, which is like, affecting a wide variety of stuff. And so she has an awareness and an understanding of how disability affects everything in a relationship. And that on top of her specialty in disordered eating and on top of the fact that I was ready to work through this and also financially was able to afford it because it's not covered by insurance. Um, Of course, of course, (laughs) Um, uh, kind of came at the right time. Um, And so we have done so much work um, and the growth that I've seen in myself and the the habits that I've been working on and, and working on being a better version of myself has been so helpful um, and all because of Instagram. Which is just bananas. Yeah. Wow. Oh, man, that's a whole loaded thing. (laughs) I I mean, that's beautiful in its own way. Wow. (laughs) But also keep in mind, too, I don't have a lot. uh, Like, I do have some brain chemistry things going on, like most people do. Um, But... Uh, Jane was who helped me, like, ask and get um, some additional, like, anxiety medication help as opposed to just the um, beta blocker that I was having as my postpartum anxiety. Because after I had the surrogate baby, I discovered that, oh, hey, this is what anxiety is. Um, And because of the conversations that we had had, she acknowledged and recognized that, um, there's a high possibility that a lot of the minor things that were occurring in my life, in my day-to-day habits and 
abilities, especially around work, um, could be because I had anxiety that was affecting my like decision making things. Um, and so I'm mm-hmm. now on medication to help balance that out and work on trying to get this better for myself so that I can not heal, not fix myself, none of that, because I know that it's like, but like a a sense of awareness and -hmm. understanding. So when I have a reaction in a certain way or whatever, this is why this might be what's causing it or reacting or, or anything like that. I'm really glad that you brought this up because it sounds, (laughs) I mean, your therapist is also addressing disordered eating in a very broad scope and i not until very recently i think that's it has been like focused on okay d- disordered eating can be because uh because of or can lead to other things r- rather than just anorexia and bulimia right. which are obviously very valid in real things yes. but there are you know there's just uh, like people contain multitudes so do brains yes i was gonna say <laughs> um people are complex um and so i i think of this and i think of my situation in particular and i'm like a bot would not tell me oh hey you have anxiety you should talk to your primary care physician to see about getting a prescription. Like there's no way that a bot would be able to recognize and acknowledge. And let's be honest, therapists don't always recognize and acknowledge and, and suggest those things either. Mm-hmm. But, but when it comes down to it, a bot can help with that daily accountability, that daily awareness or be someone, something, an interaction that you can have a level of vulnerability with that is not a human. Mm-hmm. And so I can I can see how this could be really, really helpful, especially if somebody maybe doesn't have the funds to keep or energy or effort or location or internet or whatever to maybe be able to find that perfect match in a therapist Mm -hmm. or they've tried, you know, they keep speed dating therapists and, and it's not working. Like there's so many different ways to get help and they can all help each other. Like it doesn't necessarily have to be a one and nothing else type of situation. Mm -hmm. And that's what I really like about these types of apps is that it can be used as a support almost Mm -hmm. absolutely and i which is why i think i'm a little bit frustrated by things like better help because it feels uh, not not the doctors therapists and counselors themselves but just the way it's built and advertised is very like mm. VC, well, VC like Instagram Addy. But somehow you always get the best 
of social networks because it, it it's like I I, <laughs> I I don't I don't know they're, they're, it, the algorithm is like ah oh, this is such a good person I will only show her good things but oh my gosh <laughs> well I Ugh. have a similar situation in which in that I really really hate going to the doctor and and like hospitals specifically. And mm-hmm. I have to often because I'm bipolar, so I need to get all of those brain chemicals checked out. And it well, if if you want to hear much more about that, I have another show called Dubai Friday, and I'll put a link to that in the show notes because it's a whole challenge a yourself, whole thing. challenge your friends. Oh yeah, it, uh, so many challenges. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I mean, not just uh, doctor stuff, like. This, um, you know, lately I've been looking for slash have hopefully found um, a new therapist and new program to help with my bipolar brain bits, but also um, sort of the anxiety and dysphoria that comes with being trans that I was able to suppress for 14 years, you know? And (laughs) so, but like to the point where um, this is like our third time trying to record for various reasons. Uh, One time because I was just so anxious, like I just couldn't move. And, you know, my spouse is the one that's like, you are sit, sit, sit I, I'm fine today, but, you know, he, he's like, sit, sit down, sit down. It's Kathy's going to be right here. It's all everything's fine. And uh, yeah. that's the that's the thing is um, it still makes me very anxious when I do telemedicine with a therapist. But I have a feeling that's my own hang up and like that is what therapy is for. But I I was trying out the all, all of these apps and I just kept oh I'm sorry not not like BetterHelp but um the like Replica and Wobot and they it, uh, on the face of it they're almost more like mood trackers because mm. like you said there's that accountability aspect but also there are very basic questions and responses to the answers I give that I've never had a therapist do, which is kind of wild. Like, just one of the first questions it asked me was, uh, oh, let me go to this. Uh, Oh, sorry. Oh, I shared. um, Can you, in a few words, tell me what how you're feeling today and i said anxious uh wobot gosh that's tough i'm sorry to hear it alex which is just such a simple i i don't know it was so simple and i'm like oh okay yeah um in fact i just responded yeah because it was it's not like it sounded human or anything but it it was really just not immediately presenting a have you tried this well let's work on you know something like this and uh, i don't know does does that make sense it's like when you're having a conversation with somebody and you're venting and there's a misunderstanding where maybe there and i often do this where you start trying to solve that person's problems yes. where they just want an outlet 
and then in fact, Wobot says to me, I'm wondering, is this something that you'd like my help with? Or did you just want to get it off your chest? Bo- uh, both are okay. Which, what? And this, I, I know that you, maybe you and other people listening are like, yeah, psh, uh, of, of course, but the both are okay. Like, what? That was yeah. seemed so validating as in like, you don't need an immediate solution to this right now. And I'm not saying that this bot is like magical <laughs> and better <laughs> than a therapist, but the fact that I have been to many doctors and have tried different kinds. And, and well, I guess this is a different kind a very, very, you know, m- mild, like low key type of thing. It's so interesting that, I mean, it really puts you in a different headspace. Oh, and not the <laughs> app. Um, <laughs> but different mindset, <laughs> yeah, yeah, different yeah. mental awareness, a different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it totally took me off guard in a way that uh, that never happens to me with a, another uh, human when I am sharing something, especially when that human is being paid to pick my brain bits apart in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> but um, between telemedicine and, you know, in-person therapy and bots... I'm almost disappointed that th- that like BetterHelp and traditional therapists aren't kind of utilizing this stuff mm, more. Yeah, because obviously, cost the cost of everything is just astronomical, and there's so many uh, issues with liability because if you say you're providing healthcare like there are just so many asterisks that need to go with that right but um humans can sometimes suck too and uh, what this is brand new information (laughs) yeah yeah part part of those um, multitudes but sometimes people can be kind (laughs) of sucky and sometimes a therapist can be having a bad day and all of these things are uh, totally fine obviously but I wonder what an app, not just an app, but like what sort of like uh, artificial intelligence or the own machine learning you put into your own device, maybe what that can maybe catch that a therapist maybe wouldn't at any given time. Does that sort of make sense? Absolutely. Uh, also, I am very impressed with Wobot's GIF usage. I'm going to send you. So I did. Wobot has a bunch of different like uh, courses that you can do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, let me just, you know, click around um, and uh, I'm going to send you. I sent you the, um, the screenshot. Oh, wow. oh, my gosh. This is so good. So I clicked start breaking your cabin fever because I was like, sure, this sounds interesting. I wasn't quite ready for the pandemic one, um, but cabin fever, sure. Um, So Wobot replies back. So can you do me a quick favor and pick one of these and had a variety of cats, dogs, lizard, 
duck, maybe another one. And so, of course, I picked dogs. Um, and Wobot says, I've got something just for you. And there is the sweetest little gif of two corgis running on a treadmill. They're so happy. And oh my gosh. It's the cutest thing ever. <laughs> I I didn't realize they were r- running on a treadmill. Oh my gosh. Oh, <laughs> and I, I like that the responses you can give to Wobot are awe or pretty random Wobot, which I assume <laughs> means like you got a lizard with its tongue out or something. I I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I, I mean, I feel like they are not accessing Bando's Instagram feed for the lizards, but they should. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so next time I'm going to do I'm going to do this again. And, and I want to see what like the lizard and stuff does. But like something like that could also be really helpful for someone who doesn't necessarily want to bother a human or reach out and yes. pay, you know, $200 mm-hmm. for a call with a therapist or whatever. Mm-hmm. Something like this can be really helpful to kind of help guide your mind, not in a dull meditation way, which m- mindful meditation can be really helpful for some. It's less helpful for me. My brain, I I don't know why doesn't matter long story but like something like this can have that redirection having Mm -hmm. a cute gift that isn't you know uh, reaching out to a friend that says hey send me animals or putting a thing on twitter Mm -hmm. like it it can be that low maintenance way of you know refreshing your brain a little bit almost yeah yeah I, you know what, I didn't even think about that in when, because of the same thing of, you know, for whatever reason at certain times, I'm like, oh God, I don't want to talk to anybody or I think nobody wants to talk to me and there's, or or I like, this is private and I don't, you know, want to share it. And uh, we've all done the thing where... I mean, we, I'm sure we've all done the thing where we Google something on WebMD, which usually isn't a great idea in my experience. But <laughs> I really try not to. Yeah, it's it's so hard. It doesn't Gosh. end up being a good, yeah. a good thing. Uh, but I but another thing that I often uh, Google are well. <laughs> I I was gonna just say cute dogs, but let's be real. All I I look up like gifts of old binary code, like <laughs> and and hey and dolphins. Even though they are videos of dolphins using computers underwater, but still, what? it's a little bit more okay. normal. <laughs> wow. Oh, we sh- we should do animal interactions at some point too, like animal yes, robot. Please. Oh man. But um, that's kind of something that, that I hadn't considered probably because I didn't, I, I, I was kind of, I, I guess playing dumb. Like I'm like, what, what is this? When it was, when Wobot asked, um, would you like to tell me how you're feeling? And I would be like, well, why? Which is probably a question, you know, teenage me would have asked being a little butthole like I was. 
And <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I kind of want to encourage folks to try this, not from a, not even from a mental health aspect, but just in terms of a uh, bot interaction. Because I don't want to say it is more sophisticated, but it's very well thought out. Sort of the decision tree kind of choose your own therapy adventure type stuff that's going on. It's way better than the vaccine scheduling bot. That's for sure. Yep. 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 And and, I mean, I I do want to say that initially Wobot was only available on Facebook, which is why I before I was like, oh, hardest of passes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's why we've I believe Savannah and I talked about it a long time ago and we both had like created dummy accounts because we didn't want to put this information into Facebook Because another thing that causes people anxiety is uh, your data being stolen or, you know, uh, (laughs) your employer or somebody else finding out about uh, any anything like (laughs) whether it be like a deep, dark secret or your anxiety about pooping in public. Like it's uh, you just don't want that data leaking. (laughs) <laughs> and well, and I, I think that's also why I'm been very wary of things like Talkspace and BetterHelp. And I really I can't say that enough how I do not want anyone to think that if they're using this and it's helping, that it's a bad thing. Like, goodness gracious, no. There's so many yes. types of, of therapy, like not not just telemedicine or in person. But just, you know, there, there's CBT, there's, uh, um, oh, God, not conversion therapy. Don't do that. But like aversion <laughs> stuff. Um, and, you know, if uh, <laughs> and I just was kind of like, OK, I might want to sign up for a better uh what let's do I sh- if if we were to make a therapy app and it was bad what would what would it be called like space therapy therapy so <laughs> so so i uh i log on to therapy and uh, get my therapooper and then <laughs> you know it's going it's going super well but I have put in all of my insurance information and uh, now have this relationship with somebody over, but a lot of it is over text. So God forbid, um, you you know, then let's say on therapy, they, they do some background checks, but not a ton. Like let's say other uh, gig economy Mm. type companies, and I it it seems like right now that is not the case it's only the case in Therapy the amazing app that we have just created (laughs) Um, we are open to investors please reach out (laughs) Mm -hmm. yes (laughs) we're starting our A round of funding you know getting (laughs) (laughs) it's like Uber for your mind um (laughs) 
boy. Uh, well, the really funny part is uh, I just finished rewatching the Theranos documentary on HBO. Mm. And all I can think about is all of the sales and prep before we have a product. So, you know, mm-hmm. that, yeah. that, that's a thing that you can do, apparently. Uh, that, that, yeah, yeah, that's I. Oh, gosh, I highly recommend everybody watch that documentary uh, because it highlights some of the blinders that we put on when it comes to medicine. I mean, just I mean, the entire healthcare industry and tech and even when it's the best of intentions, like not just, you know, let's throw a ton of VC funding at this because it's great press and whatnot but it i i mean the reason we have things like the fda is is so um things like theranos don't happen i i can't even do a uh one how would you do a one sentence explanation of theranos they asked kathy leadingly again hoping <laughs> they are able to <laughs> a Person with a fear of needles got had an, a dream, mental thoughts of creating a device that was able to do a variety of blood tests through just a simple drop or Sounds a couple great. drops, mm-hmm. um, and sold this dream to a wide variety of people. Um, she attended Stanford before dropping out, but was able to get a bunch of investors in all of this um, to say, it's basically like if someone goes to Kickstarter and Mm. they get denied their Kickstarter because they don't have a proof of concept. And so they go to like one of the lower or other crowdsourcing options Mm-hmm. Um, and collect the funding and then, you know, fake the results. And for some reason, it comes crashing down and, you know, everything gets ruined um, because the lies that they told couldn't keep up. Mm-hmm. Um, and luckily, this magical blood testing machine that was at, at some point, I think they had literally parts of it made out of cardboard to like trick people when they were giving tours. They know what they would also do is they would have tours come in and they would look the machine, you know, here, let's take your blood and we're going to run it through the thing. And then they'd be like, okay, while this is running, let's go tour the rest of the facility. And they would take the blood and run it into a completely different room that had actual devices running the real thing to run the blood test to come back and have a programmed printout that said, Hey, this is what your blood test showed. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, gosh. a very strong smoke and mirrors machine. And what was worse, and I, I think kind of heartbreaking about this is, you know, just it could have and and there is a potential for something like this to exist in the future. And so many people then were just just kind of like, lost interest in giving money, VC money and sort of any type of backing 
to medical endeavors because, you know, now right. it's like, oh, who's the next Theranos type of thing? Yep. And we know because in like less than a year, um, the world's developed a vaccine for COVID-19 that if everybody comes together and, thro- and throws talent and, and money at a problem, it uh, good things can happen. And with regards to therapy specifically, at least in my experience, I know that when I've uh, just kind of had a bad session or I've uh, haven't like vibed with a therapist or haven't liked their style, it immediately makes me go like, heck no, I am not. Nope, nope this full-on break, this isn't for me. Yep. And then I then I am talked into trying something trying something else or going to a different person and it's completely different and, and an incredible help. And I'm kind of I don't know. That's what has been living in the back of my mind lately because w- with a lot of pandemic stuff, we are kind of having, well, we've had a mental health crisis, I think, in the U.S. for a long time, but it's much, it's coming to light and uh, folks are obviously trying to deal with it by getting, you know, digital, I don't want to call them digital therapists, like, they they are real therapists on the other side of this app, but um I worry that like different uh, avenues. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I wonder if there, there's so little education around mental health and therapy, even, even though we're getting rid of a lot of this stigma, thank goodness. I mean, you know, still a long way to go. Right. But I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like I have a lot of, I know I have a lot of friends who are in therapy, but uh, but we also talk about our experiences and the different things we do. And a lot of times like, wait, what? There's this whole new thing that I didn't even know about. Uh, mm. Like like I just learned about um, brain spotting, which I can't really explain, except that it helped me and I wouldn't have found out about it. And if it wasn't for just another person being like, oh, yeah, there's this new thing that my doctor showed me. And that also gets to, you know, murky territory, too, because someone then is like, well, my friend got the Pfizer vaccine and Mm, their side effects weren't as good. And my my grand solution is like everybody should try everything. But that's not a <laughs> practical situation because of uh you know time finance what w- anxiety in itself whatever right um but I still kind of feel impressed by Wobot's sort of easy intake I guess because I uh, you're asked standard questions that a lot of therapists will ask you the very first time you meet. Right. And Mm -hmm. I don't know that, that I really vibed with that because you, you could also say, let's, let's do this later. Cause maybe you don't want to have talk about, you know, like a a trial childhood trauma about when you fell off your bike and then it ended up really messing you up. Right. And I, 
I don't know. What do, what do you think? I've talked too much, but I, I think so many things could be like things that slip through the cracks in, turn, in terms of what could help you mentally. I mean, there's a reason we use computers to keep track of medical records. I don't know. Yeah, I I think... I think what this is bringing up is a lot of conversations around the fact that there is no one true answer for any of this, that Mm -hmm. whatever, if something works for you, as long as it doesn't harm other people and everyone involved is consenting, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. keep doing that. Mm -hmm. Don't, let the stigma of, oh, I see my, I found my therapist on Instagram. So clearly it's not really therapy. Right. When Mm -hmm. like, and yes, maybe don't go to like a quote unquote business coach who has never run a business other than, you know, an MLM or whatever. Mm -hmm. Make sure, you know, you check references and, and whatever sort of, like licensing and and do your due diligence but if something works for you own it acknowledge the fact that it might be different and that's okay and remember that you are a beautiful individual and your brain is gorgeous exactly how it is even if you need some extra help to get through the day that's still Amazing. You are valid as a human and whatever you need to get through to keep going so that you can stick around is exactly what you should keep doing. Heck yeah. That is was so beautifully put. <laughs> I, I hope that more folks either find, uh, try out these bots or look, uh, Instagram actually feeds them good ads. Yes. <laughs> I know in, I'm going to keep doing the gratitude journal part of it, I think. Oh, that's gosh. Yes. Good. Mm-hmm. It, it asked it. It had almost leading questions in the gratitude journal, which was really helpful to me because, yes, I, I do a daily where I write down kind of what happened. But mm-hmm. having those questions and to bring awareness. OK, what are you grateful for? Sure. Yes. But who are you grateful for today? Or what's a situation mm-hmm. that you're grateful for? What happened today that you're grateful for can be really helpful. Absolutely. Because I do a similar thing with an app called M- Mood Notes. And it, I my spouse has a different app that they like. And th- these aren't um, therapy apps necessarily. They're, they're just mood and m- mental health tracking. And and. Uh, the first time I talked to a therapist who was like, hey, have you tried th- this app in order to like see s- sort of if there's any correlation? Uh, my jaw dropped and I'm like, thank you. Finally, someone. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Like, it's just, hey, you're an you're a nerd. This is a thing you might that might yeah. help you. And it <laughs> did. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, oh, gosh. And. I, you know what, I, well, as always, after talking to you and hearing your perspective, I'm just much more optimistic about all of this because everyone and their beautiful brains 
when they hear you are probably like, man, you're right. Well, let me, uh, maybe I'll uh, take, take a look at the, oh God, I almost said the yellow pages. <laughs> God, I, I not no shade against the yellow pages, I guess. I don't know. Have they been canceled? Who, I, do they exist? I just remember they were yellow and fun you to play what? with. I don't know if I've received a delivery recently, so I hope that they've been canceled because every six months or so I would get like a delivery of it on my front porch and it was always really annoying to just throw it directly into the recycling. So hopefully they realize that maybe that's not the best idea. And maybe certain types of like VC funding for telemedicine isn't a good idea, but there, there are so many options and I want so many options. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I get so discouraged myself when I try things that don't work for me and I really encourage people, if you have the time, just mess around with some of these things, especially if you're like me and have a lot of anxiety about talking to a a, a person. Because a, another thing that I found with uh, it was it was actually a mood tracker. It, it asked, would you be anxious or or uh, something like, would you be uncomfortable telling this to another person and I'd be like oh god yes and I'd be like uh why and and then in, it just I, I I don't know it's those types of leading questions that you you also can answer in your own amount of time versus you know a half hour or hour session or whatever um yeah but I I mean uh, gosh, Kathy, you're just, uh, you're too good to me and too good to our uh, listeners. That's, no, mm. you're good. I'm glad that you're no. here. Mm. And I think, I think it's important to remember too, that if something doesn't work for you, that's not on you. There is no shame in something that doesn't work. So just like if you should, if you do find something that does help, accept it, acknowledge that and be grateful. But if something doesn't work, or if you tried something or an interaction with a therapist and you just don't mesh, that's not something wrong with you. That's something wrong with the situation. Just like someone who's a perfect partner for you is not going to be a perfect partner for someone else. So like, just like any other relationship, things don't match up. And that doesn't mean that either of you are wrong. You're just wrong for each other. And the same goes for the therapy apps that you're trying or an actual therapist or whatever, and you deserve somebody that works with you and for you and has that situation in place. So remember that. Heck yeah. And speaking of perfect pairings, are there any maybe shows that would be a good <laughs> pair that someone might want to listen to after they've finished listening to us? Uh, yeah, I r highly recommend Dubai Friday with Merlin Mann and Alex Cox, where they can talk a little bit deeper into this and kind oh, of where is Alex that? is oh, going. Gosh. Ha -ha, mm -hmm. Go to DubaiFriday.com. I also highly recommend the after show, which is a Patreon membership special thing where you get a whole second episode of the show every Thursday, usually by Friday, 
uh, to listen to these two very smart, very kind, very great people talk to each other. Oh, so there. well, mm, you know what? I'm I'm going to recommend a new show called Conduit and it is on uh, this very network, Relay FM, Switch On, and it's hosted <laughs> by uh, Unicorn Kathy Campbell and uh, my uh, amazing new friend, Jay Miller. And uh, these two people are so incredibly productive without making it gross. And by gross, I I guess I mean they don't sort of get into the place of like productivity just for productivity's sake. No, they they con do it and then they can (laughs) go on and do other lovely things with their lives. So I really, really encourage you to go to Relay relay.fm slash conduit and subscribe if you're not a a member of relay fm yet that's that's just silly because there are so many great benefits that come along with it and i really would love it if you could become a member and support conduit because it's my new favorite show and i've listened to an episode like what uh 1.2 episodes because of that wonderful introduction that Kathy and Jay did, and yes. then the full. Well, I'm not talking to you. Shush, 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 okay, sorry, I'm, God, sorry. I'm not talking to you. Um, but also, if you're interested in making podcasts, dang, the trailer that they made, it's good, it's good, good stuff. Ah, uh, and and, then, and it's a pun. It's great. Any, anyway, <laughs> Kathy, hi. Uh, I, I'm done oh, talking talk to now? listeners. Yes, okay, yes, great, great. <laughs> uh, when this episode comes out, this episode of Roboism comes out. It'll be two days until our uh, second episode of Conduit comes out. Um, and one of the benefits of Relay membership is the Discord, <laughs> which is really great. Um, and one of those really fun things is the ability to. Um, share your connections you can also do it on twitter with my conduit but if you go on the discord and do question mark my conduit or it will like send your stuff to us and we're going to talk about some things next episode that i'm really really excited about so uh join relay.fm switch on membership uh and support roboism support conduit support any of the amazing shows that are a part of the network and we're excited that you're here Thanks for taking care of yourselves, everybody. Like Kathy said, you deserve it, and you're great. All right, I'm Alex Cox. And I'm Kathy Campbell. And this has been Roboism. Thank you for listening.
Yeah. 